no, you're not going to take me to Buffalo Wild Wings. You're going to step your game up. Like, I don't care. And then my friends are like, no, you should be open to that. It puts you, like, in a casual environment. And I said, bitch, I don't do casual. Like, look at me. Like, you're like, I this, dress this up. This Steakhouse right here. Keeping it casual is as casual as I get. <laughs> <laughs> Stand up, girl! <laughs> not break the microphone. Hey, what's up? I'm MJ. And I'm Bree. And we're just a couple of Vegas girls. Living the not-so-Vegas life. Yeah, but we're not regular Vegas girls. We're cool Vegas girls. Kinda. And this is the Keeping It Casual podcast. Where we talk about everything and nothing all at once. Let's do it. I like when you sang it out. Oh, let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> I love that song. Stupid movie. <laughs> the number one question I'm always getting asked is, are you single? Married? Are you engaged? Are you this? So, Because you keep all that private? Mm-hmm. Good for uh-huh. you. Okay, so we're keeping it private. No, we can talk about it. Okay. That's fine. So what's the stats? Well, I guess you can say I'm single. And you're going to laugh when I, when I tell you this <laughs> because... So finally, right, um, I feel like I've been so busy with my career and just focused on that and traveling and and being okay with my friends and just having a good time. Like, Mm -hmm. I love having a great day. Not every single day is going to be great, but I love going to bed and knowing that I maximize my time, my 24 hours, and that there is at least one thing that makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Rather than going to sleep and knowing that you're with a significant other that right before you go to bed you're like oh my gosh i just had this argument like now i'm going to sleep like feeling upset or feeling this mm-hmm. way mm-hmm. i don't want that anymore yeah and i think that was the biggest grown-up decision that i could ever make where it's like are you going to stay with someone for love or are you going to stay with someone based on the time that you have been with them mm-hmm. and for me it was that like i loved the person but i wasn't in love anymore mm. oh yeah when you fall out of love and sometimes you can't even put your finger on it you're just like something's just gone and just a lot of biting each other's yeah and i i, I can't and i'm not a stagnant person mm-hmm. so that's the biggest thing is i always want to be better i want i want this person to have yeah. their goals and and if they're not okay doing whatever it is that they're doing and they see you happy doing what you're doing, yeah. then that's a big issue too. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think a lot of relating going on right there. Oh, God. My <laughs> ex, like he, um, he, I supported him blindly, but when it came to support from him, it was always a competition. Oh, gosh. Yeah. There's a mirror in front of me, and and I could look at myself, and I go back to everything. Do I regret it? Absolutely not, because I feel like I grew so much from that, and yeah. it made me a, a better person. But I look at it, and I'm like, what the was I thinking? Oh, my God. Me too, Like, what, what, what was I thinking? And, again, it goes back to being in that position where you don't want to let go of the person because you've been with that person for so long. Yeah. And mine was I was in love, very blindly in love, and I didn't want to let go of it because it was like, I, I love you. Why aren't we trying to make this work? Mm-hmm. Like, in the long run, it wouldn't have worked out. I know, I know now that it wouldn't have worked out, but at the time I was like, but we're in love. Why aren't we trying to be adults here? Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's and and I feel like it's for him it was mostly his unhappiness yep. that just did not work mm-hmm. and I could see that and it, it was just draining me way too much and yeah. I, I couldn't do it anymore and I have this rule now where it's like 
I work really hard because I like nice things. Mm-hmm. And I yeah. get mad at myself because I'm like, God damn it, I'm so damn high maintenance. That's why I have to work so hard. <laughs> yeah. No, we do. We work for what we want. Yes. You know? And, you know, if I want to get something, you know what? It's my money. I'll spend it. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Well, I don't want anyone yeah. to tell me anything. Uh, so I have this this rule moving forward, like with dates, right? It's like, okay, what are the requirements? Like, if you want to be my man, right? Mm-hmm. Which is like, because I'm so private, I tend to just like, you know, be close off on that part Mm -hmm. or whatever once they find out that now I am single it's like oh well what do we do you know like what's where do we take you like what is it that you like what what's the only thing I ask for is for you to love me to make me laugh and to make me happy Mm -hmm. that's your job that's the only thing I ask from you I'm not asking you to maintain me I'm not asking you for anything Mm -hmm. else all I'm asking you is to give me something that I cannot buy that I cannot purchase mm-hmm. and that is your affection that is your inner being that is your inner beauty and I want you to be happy if mm-hmm. you make me happy I will try my best to make you happy and we live in the in the real world yeah. obviously nothing is going to be you know all rainbows and hearts yeah. and everything like that but I want you to be mature enough to tell me what is wrong with you and to communicate with yeah. me and to work on fixing yourself if you're just like yeah. a mopey like everything is just going wrong and you're crying about your life yeah. and you're just not doing anything about it like there's yeah. sometimes being around somebody like that you love so much but that you're just like fuck get it together I can't with you anymore yes. I think I, yeah. last the episode we talked about like uh, like breakups like petty breakups or petty something breakups, I think, and yeah. I kind of dumped this guy because he was just like all his problems were just falling on me and oh I was like I'm God. drowning <laughs> I can't take care of you too no. like I don't need that was, yeah. that's, that and was I broke up with him that was, was happening like, in my last relationship too where it was the point where he was like every time we talked it was just him venting to me about his problems and I was like okay let me tell you how to fix this Mm -hmm. and then he wouldn't do the things that I said and then finally it was just like okay well what do you want from me like you're and and then they have no answers yeah absolutely no answers you're so unhappy with your life well here's how to fix it but you don't want to do that so what do you want absolutely that's the worst it really is and it's because they want a mother not a girlfriend mm-hmm. but you gotta you take care of them a little bit to the exactly. more you're like nurturing your man but it's like when i'm just feel like your mother like forget it yeah, no. this exactly. is no, this is I, over that's not going to happen it's not going to work <laughs> and i feel like i need to be able to learn from you i don't want you to be the same as me and mm-hmm. and i guess sometimes and you're like oh my gosh i have this this much in common with this person we can be ideal mm-hmm. no. um no i want, want you to teach to me you. <laughs> yeah teach me be, yeah. make me better in whatever element that you can and, mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you want somebody who's going to grow with you because if you're the one doing all the growth and they are sitting stagnant in that place of whatever that they were when they first met you then it's like okay well i'm here and uh-huh. you're still there where 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 did you stop along the line yeah this is a curious question for for when you want when you're looking for a certain kind of partner and you're like look i'm not putting up with the nonsense does that affect like an age thing do you tend to go for guys that are like older or younger no well (laughs) no because i've gone after older guys you know me i notoriously dated older guys before my last boyfriend the guy i was seeing like casually dating before him was 16 years older than me no way oh wow what about you well, older, me, younger, what's your... Um, I would prefer older, 
But you know what? Let me tell you this. So I went, I, I went on two dates, right? And mm-hmm. uh, I mentioned it to my friends recently. And I said, I think I'm ready to like actually start dating. And my elementary school best friend, she's like, well, what do you mean by that? She's like, because I'm sure like if you want to date, you can just date. Like, I'm sure you have options. And I said, well, I don't, I guess I don't know what I mean then. <laughs> and then she's like, you have options. So what exactly does that mean? Does that mean that you will start accepting when they ask you out rather than oh. finding something of like I'm busy or making yourself busy for that. Uh, so no, it's finding somebody you also want to date with. Cause like to date with, you also want to date because at the same time, like I, I get people sliding into my DMS asking me out and it's like, okay, but yeah, but no, not you. It's like, it has to be a yeah. mutual thing. I think is what you're thinking. Probably. And yeah. then I don't know. Like, so being, being very particular about like who you do date or maybe yeah, just loosening up and not so much. Like it doesn't have to check every box, but I'm, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm that's okay going to be that. But I will tell you this uh, from those two dates. So one, one was older. The other one, I thought he was about my age, but he turns out to be a little bit younger. And as soon as he told me his age, again, <laughs> I try to be very open, but <laughs> I, I'm human. Okay. So I yeah. judge. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting in my, and then I'm like, don't take me to know like fast food place. Okay. You're like, I, don't, I want something better than the Olive Garden. Yeah. <laughs> like you need to, st- like, first of all, no, you're not going to take me to Buffalo Wild Wings. You're going to step your game up. Like, I don't care. <laughs> and then my friends are like, no, you should be open to that. It puts you like in a casual environment. And I said, bitch, I don't do casual. Like, look at me. Like, <laughs> You're like, I this, dress this up. This is Morton Steakhouse right here. Keeping it casual is as casual as I get. <laughs> I know. I told. I told her. I showed Vivi um, her. Um, I said Sandy's coming over, and she's a good friend of mine. And I showed her your Instagram. She goes, oh, "Is she gonna wear the purple dress? It's like this beautiful, like flamenco style. I don't even. It's just beautiful." Yeah. Yeah. I was I like, "I don't I, think so." It's gonna be like this when it comes to dating, though. I think like Vivian's super fabulous and stuff too. Oh, yeah. So I think she's just gonna be like, "You're just trying to buy me chicken nuggets." I don't think so. Yeah, yeah. So. I can get those from my dad. He's, he's like, no. He's like, I would never dare like take you there he's like i know it would be over before it started yeah. <laughs> and i said yes honey i'm sure there's levels and i'm glad that you recognize that so i appreciate it <laughs> I like, where did he I take like you that. well yeah where did he take you um so we went to del frisco's which is okay mm-hmm. i guess <laughs> That's my casual day, yeah, honey, right. for like the first time. Yeah, that's, that's pretty. I, I didn't ask you to take me date. to Mr. Chow yet. Yeah. You know? That's funny. I try to, on the first date, I try to make it quick. So I'll do like oh, a did. lunchtime coffee date. Oh. That yeah. way it's like, I have to get back to work if you really don't like them. Oh, that's interesting. It's just <laughs> my smart way of doing things. Now, if I really actually do kind of like the guy, I'm always like, let's grab a few drinks at pts i feel like that's a good Mm -hmm. first date because it's like yeah see and that's what my friends were telling me they're like that's what you should do you know like both of you can like and i said hell no am i gonna be walking into pts no (laughs) we need to go to sedona (laughs) yeah right yeah Yeah. i'm a a little more casual I'm still bougie, but on a budget, you know? (laughs) Yeah. But, um, but no, like, like for you, maybe not PTs, but like a nice, like a nice bar. There's like a really Mm -hmm. nice 
gin bar in Park MGM. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's more like I, I want like yeah. the whole like little, you know, like a nice fancy bevy, put a flower in there. I like see that. <laughs> yeah. I see that. Okay. But but before we go any further, we need to introduce, we need to introduce our you. we need yeah. to introduce our guests. I can do editing magic, but I'd like to bring you in organically, and I, I love yes. it. But so you guys. To welcome the fabulous. The gorgeous and talented <laughs> radio personality and just female empowerment extraordinaire, yes. I would definitely have to say. Oh, thank yes. you. Miss Sandy Bonita. Bonita. Yay! I made it. <laughs> I am here. I've been wanting to get you on forever, but, you know, schedules and everything. Yeah. But I'm, I'm glad. I'm glad yeah. I'm here, and I'm glad I'm hanging out. I love MJ and Brie. You've Aww. been such, like, a, you know, such a good good voice to hear and both thank of you, you just do great thank together. you so i feel honestly Aww. like every time i listen it's like oh those are my girls thank Aww. you <laughs> thank and you. you know i've known i've known sandy we worked together for years in the radio business and brie and her just met and she's like that's sandy she is phenomenal like we need you to are. you guys were chatting about oh, something and you. she was telling me something hilarious she said i said uh duh we're getting sandy on duh it's, it's <laughs> happening so it was just like right when i met you i felt like like you just kind of were so nice to me and you just walked up to me and we, you talked to me like we were friends already and mm-hmm. i had never even met you and i was like oh hey what's up i don't know who you are but let's be, let's be homies <laughs> and you just you just have a light about you that i'm very drawn to and for me to be drawn to people when i first meet them is very very rare really so yes i'm a very closed off person i'm always like yeah i you don't know you <laughs> so yes yeah, so that's a, that take that as a very big compliment yeah. oh thank yes. you but i knew thank you guys you. would vibe anyways we we were looking forward to having you here because um definitely gone through the same stuff i have in the radio business you've gone through you know conquering your career and then changing career paths and it's just you know it's also relatable to everybody so we definitely wanted to have you on because you continue to shine i feel like on social media too you're very about empowering women and yourself thank you for coming uh, coming yes. out here we haven't been poolside in a while because we've been doing um, everything else pole expos and we've been like at tivoli village and doing oh, all the things so it's oh great gosh. to have <laughs> yeah we did but it's great just have you here and have the yes. have the dinner and uh i made some some jungle juice sangria because it is <laughs> once you put malibu rum in anything it just it's yes, officially good. gonna becomes be jungle juice officially becomes a little dangerous <laughs> okay and so super our, our sweet. listeners do like to hear mj's recipe dr- alcohol recipe of the week so what, what oh, do we have in our oh yeah juice? yeah so i did a sparkling two sparkling uh prosecco you even brought me a delicious prosecco yeah thank you I by the you way enjoy. yes oh we have flowers for you inside yes, too do. to take when what? you go as well yes, yes. Oh, yes. Of course, of course. No, that is because you're classy. Oh my god, thank you. But we did strawberries and mangoes and the prosecco and a little bit of Malibu rum because I was like, we got to kick it up a notch. So Mm -hmm. I didn't know it was delicious. Chopped up apples in there too. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, Yeah, starving good. Well, end of summer drink. Yes, I think it's perfect. Right. I think it's way better than jungle juice. Thank you, you thank you. It's just super sweet. I don't like anything too sweet, so I don't know. I think it's good, MJ. I think you did good. Thanks, girl. Thank you. We do uh, micheladas, but we figured you're, you're classy. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. You don't want to be drinking Modelo with us. I still, I'm telling you, sometimes I just get on my own nerves. You know what? You can't apologize for anything, no, for having standards. and for being fabulous. And, and we were talking about this earlier, though. You know when you've just gotten to a point in your life where you're like, when it, whether it comes to ambition or whether it comes to like relationships, you yeah. know, you're like, I've been through the thing. So I'm about to, I can sit back and say, you know what? I'm mm-hmm. not going to let you take me to fast food on our date because yeah, no. i've had that and i'm not going 
to deal with that as a jumping off point. And, you know, for jobs, it's like, you know what, I'm not just going to take what you give me. You know what, I have some uh, things that I need and you can meet me halfway. So I learned a big lesson (laughs) this week and it was when I, I went to a meeting and again, I admire people that are just very smart and they know what they're talking about and they just see different angles of things so Mm -hmm. again i feel like every single day i just want to learn something new Mm -hmm. discussing about budgets and as you and i both know Uh mj those Mm -hmm. budgets and even you brie um that's like the equivalent of me blaming the baby (laughs) (laughs) just blame the budgets and fire everybody yes so he said the first thing that i do like a like a CEO of a company, right? Mm-hmm. He's like, the first thing that I do when it comes to my department is I found, find out my budget. He's like, and I blow it. I blow all of it. Mm-hmm. He's like, and the reason why I blow it is because I believe so much in my team that they're going to do an amazing job. Therefore, when my money's gone, I go back and I ask for more. Ooh. And if they don't, he's like, and if there's departments that don't utilize their budget, he's like, guess what? I'm taking their money. And I said, oh, my gosh, like, that's like, that's amazing. I had a boss that told me she was like kind of training me to be her like her second hand. She said, when we do parties, we always go over budget. That way, next year we get a bigger budget. Yeah, Hmm. that's what she told me. And I was like, "Ooh, I like that. Okay. because the thing of the, the fact of the matter is, is we were working for a company that had the money. It was just, you know, they budgeted us small. And she's like, we always go over. Yeah. That way. Ooh. They give us a bigger budget next yep. year. And I like that. I like that. I like that too. Trips when from Bosch, bitches. I, I said, yeah. like, you know what? That makes so much more sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's like if you don't utilize the budget that you're given he's like then they will look at you and they will take it away because why are they giving you this much money when you're not utilizing Mm -hmm. it and you're not making whatever it is that they're investing you're not giving them their roi Mm -hmm. you're not making it seem to them like you're working hard enough he's like me he's like i like to work really hard and i want my team that's under me to represent me Mm And I'm just there taking notes, like (laughs) being blown away by this entire conversation. And uh, and after I said, you know what? I said, you're a very smart man. I said, and I don't know if anybody has told you. I said, but I appreciate the knowledge that you just gave me moving Mm -hmm. forward. And he's like, oh, thank you. He's like, when you know how to obtain your budget and get more and more, he's like, you're going to make an excellent team. And he's like, and as far as leading people, I always hire people that I know that I can hang out with them outside of work. Mm. He's like, and I like to hire people. I like to invest in potential. Mm -hmm. So if I see potential in you, I will invest in you. That's the smartest thing you can do. Mm -hmm. Uh Yeah. He's like, because I know that I can, I I can teach you and you can grow. He's like, and I'm not threatened by, by anybody's skills. He's like, to me, it's more of, of a sense of pride. If I hire someone and this person ends up knowing more than I do because they're, they'll be able to come back and teach me. That's and a good leader. That's a great leader. That's, that's a, a great leader. That's and somebody you, that like not challenged by yeah. their... You just, you rarely find that in any business. I'm not just going to say even in radio, which is where we've all worked, you just rarely find that in any business because a leader sees somebody like that could be a little bit better than them and they're like, oh wait, they're going to take my job. Uh-huh. And that's like, no, that's not yeah. really. How about just owning whatever you do and you yeah. do it to the best of your ability that's all you can give. That's all you can bring. Everybody you can't be concerned. Yes. Different to the table. Exactly. Everybody brings something different. You can't be 
concern what everybody's doing. You know, like Bree and I were like, oh, there's another podcast, like relate talk about sex and relationships and life and shit. We're not going to be able to do it. No. It's like, no, there's there's 15,000 podcasts that do what we do. But yeah. We bring something different. To and, yeah. and radio DJs, you know what I mean? It's like there's something it's like people even ask me like, isn't that a really competitive industry? And I'm like, I don't know. I mean, every industry is competitive, yeah. but you you're confident in what you bring to the table and you know that it's unique and it's so different. It's yeah. like you just have to believe in yourself and just mm-hmm. put it out there because that's oh, that's what they want you know absolutely yeah and and being back in las vegas like to me it feels amazing being home like i i'm from los angeles but i feel like you know you started LA, you grew up your radio career here right totally mm-hmm. so i always have this mantra you know la race and las vegas paid uh-huh, honey uh-huh. so yeah. <laughs> yeah but i have so much love for the city which is why i felt like this was the right place to come and just really get myself together Mm -hmm. after being away for so long and after going through the trials and tribulations of being on the east coast and going through because you went to i went to washington Mm dc so i was in washington dc for two years um doing radio out there took the leap of faith Mm -hmm. they say and i ended up going into spanish radio which Mm is pretty unheard of when you do english and then you jump into spanish Mm -hmm. usually it's vice versa you're doing spanish you want to jump into english do the whole crossover thing but for me it was like you know what let me do this for my heritage let me do this for Mm -hmm. my family and why not do it in the most powerful city in the world yeah and you know what even though it was the hardest thing i've ever done i'm so happy that i did it because i fucking conquered it and Mm -hmm. i did amazing at it but I knew coming back that it was I was coming back as a different person. I'm yes. still me, but it's definitely different. Lessons was learned. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. And I look back and I say, wow, you know what? I can't even be mad at the people that I worked for or I was working with when I left because I put myself in that situation. I'm the one that said yes to everything. I'm the one that agreed to do three positions for one salary Mm -hmm. no one forced me to do that right i'm the one that did it but that's kind of what it takes in the beginning Mm -hmm. it really takes that and then now you're at a point where you're like i can say no to things and i've kind of you know you when you've put in your dues you paid your dues you're you're at a more comfortable place to be like you know what i'm gonna say that you know i don't think this is right or i'm gonna fight for my raise and i'm gonna you know stand up a little more that's a scary thing to do when you're starting off your ambition improving yourself it's so scary like i remember not even wanting to take time off or any just of nervous that. Somebody, yeah <laughs> i remember all of that oh, and God. now i find myself saying no more than i say yes to mm-hmm. so the things that i say yes to i'm just very particular about that mm-hmm. because the most important thing and the most precious thing that i can give anyone is my time right so this right here i can never get this back so mm-hmm. this is you know like a, a gift that i'm i'm giving you like we can never go back in time yes and actually say you know what or like i brought you a bottle mj yes. let me get this bottle back yes. never it won't happen like that no so to me it's it's precious yeah. and how i think of things now and again i feel like this entire year has been such a learning uh year for me and not so professionally because i've been so involved in my in my career for so long Mm -hmm. but more so on myself yeah what is it that I want what is it that makes me happy what is it that makes me sad or puts me in a bad mood Mm -hmm. and what can I do to not put myself in those situations that Mm -hmm. are not going to make me happy would I be okay would I enjoy that company or would I rather just be at home in my own peace in my own Mm -hmm. sanctuary Mm -hmm. and that to me that I've never been like that I've been oh uh, I've always been a social butterfly yeah 
yeah. I've always been out. Oh, party that let's go out. You want to support everybody, even like yeah. a friend that you're not that close to. Oh, she's doing this, so I gotta go support her birthday. Yeah. yeah, I've I've done that a lot too. It took me probably having kids to just be like, okay, saying no to people or just kind of setting boundary because I was the same way. Every mm-hmm. time some something would happen, I'd be like, oh, they invited me, so you know, I I gotta be there. I gotta show up. You know, I FOMO. They care about yeah, but also yeah. just like yeah. if they care enough to invite me, then I'd like to show up for them. You know, and there was a totally. lot of feeling like yeah. that and then it was like i don't really like these people but so it's been comfortable to like cut some people out of my life recently just to be like they're just kind of toxic and Mm -hmm. i just sometimes you've just known them same thing where you said about you know even with dating somebody you some people you've known forever you're just like it doesn't even matter they're not bringing me any quality to my life and history doesn't mean oh you know what i did say to that i i know that i can come across like like very you know like high maintenance very divish very whatever but i always find like this going back to you know my ex you can say like i felt bad Mm -hmm. you know and i said i i can't like i cannot be with you but you know what i can give you my friendship if you want to take my friendship Mm -hmm. just out of respect of the time that we spent together like you were a meaningful person in my life and you saw a lot even though you didn't contribute much but (laughs) like (laughs) i can still give you my friendship (laughs) for my own sanity my own inner peace i offered you what i could Mm -hmm. and if you don't want to take it then you know what you don't have to take it and i can't be mad at it i have Mm -hmm. to respect it and you just feel bad sometimes and it's not fair because sometimes you just have to move on from people and yeah. you always feel guilty you know you know you and sometimes you can't pinpoint like what exactly was the problem or what they did wrong you're just like oh this person just stresses me out and i don't need them in my life anymore and it's okay to say bye you know yeah. just like peace out oh it is but um, and it's like it's not just like that with relationships it's friendships it's it, even family members sometimes you just gotta oh yeah uh-huh. like family doesn't mean everything yeah oh yeah i had to I, i'm i'm salvadorian so mm-hmm. i come from you know a very latino family where just because i'm here now everybody wants you to do everything and take care of everything and it's always yeah. been like that so when i moved back i had to have a family meeting mm-hmm. and sit my parents down and just make sure that they understood that just because i'm in las vegas does not mean that all of a sudden you don't know how to do anything you forget <laughs> to speak english now you know like <laughs> yeah it's like no i'm i've got to keep my head above water exactly mm-hmm. so it and you you're right MJ, it's about setting boundaries. We always ask of our listeners, like, what's your what's your feedback? If you feel compelled to like kind of jump in and share your thoughts on anything, you know, email us. And also, before we get into it, we'll drop it at the end too. But your Instagram handle, so they can kind of follow along, be like, oh, oh we need okay. to know. Yes. yes, I love new friends. Yes, um. share the gram handle. <laughs> Say it's hello, Sandy. S a n d e e bonita b o n i t a. Mm-hmm. So uh, make sure yeah. you follow. Yeah, yes. give her a follow. Oh, give her a shout. <laughs> Check out that purple dress that Vivian was dying to have her wear over here. <laughs> that, you know what? That was a shoot that I did. I ended up going back to D.C. So I had this thing. When I left D.C., I did not want to go back. Ever. Mm-hmm. Ever. Yeah. Ever. Ever. You're like, I'm not even And here. it was one of those things where, so I love Legally Blonde. That's like one of Me my favorite too. movies. Uh, you were Talk Legally Blonde. somebody who took some punches and turned yeah. her entire life around. That movie is one of the most feminist movies out there but disguised as like kind of a movie. you know that there's the part two and it's like when she's in dc right i could not even look at the cover of that (laughs) like anything that had capitol hill i could not look at for like a good two three months when i was here it Mm -hmm. just i couldn't do it and it 
to me, it was more of like the pain that went into being there. Yeah. Um, you had to it, go through the process. It was a process yeah. of loss of like or moving on or the change. Healing the healing process. <laughs> and, that, process and I felt so bad because I always do things in a very drastic way. Like, yeah. no, again, no one knows what I'm doing. I don't like to talk about things while I'm working on them because I feel like it's kind <gasps> of neither. like you jinx yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah. same way. Even if I have like a job interview or something, I won't tell no. anybody unless I get the job. Yeah. And you keep mm -hmm. it to yourself. Yeah. And I've always been like that. So before I moved to DC, I just I decided to move literally within two weeks. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> and then I left DC in two weeks. Wow. So <laughs> when I was Done. coming back, I, I couldn't. I couldn't look at uh, at the city, and it had nothing to do with my listeners because I always believe that I have the most loyal listeners yeah. in the world. Aww. Like there is nothing like the people that have followed me for years mm -hmm. like even coming back to the city i got so much love and it feels amazing and it really I'm does so thankful to these people mm -hmm. and uh, because they don't they don't have to show me love mm -hmm. so i'm grateful and i'm always thankful and i will always hug them mm -hmm. if i ever meet them oh yeah oh yeah and it's it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful type of love i get people that i used to work with in dc and they were like hey why don't you come back why don't you like we'll just do something we'll we'll make something for you um just so that you can come back to the city and and your listeners never got a chance to say goodbye so oh, wow. we'll literally pay you like come out here we'll oh. make sure like you're okay and then me bougie ass i said well um i'm not, <laughs> not bougie when it comes to the flights because i love to travel and i'm always looking for a good deal yeah. so you can put me on spirit and frontier but get me the big c That's right. <laughs> pay the extra 19 dollars there and back because i want the leg room and then, so i said i don't need you to pay for the bag because i travel with an under the seat bag mm -hmm. but i need you to like mm -hmm. you know just make sure it's a decent hotel yeah, yeah. and i felt so much anxiety and i I went to dinner with a friend of mine too and he's known me forever he calls me s he's like s i see you kind of like jittery what's on your mind is everything okay and i said well i'm going back to dc over the weekend and he's like oh wow that's so awesome and i said i don't know if it's an awesome thing i said i feel like anxiety i said mm -hmm. and i don't like feeling like i have anxiety when it comes to certain things because i don't i don't want to put myself in that and i dealt with that for two years and i don't want to be in that god bless another one of my friends which i tell you like my circle is little but they are amazing mm -hmm. and she said That's you know what, you what? i'm not going to let you go by yourself i'll go with you that way like Aww. you have someone of comfort there with mm -hmm. you regardless of whatever happens end up getting to dc she misses her flight oh, and no. I'm freaking out because now I'm in D.C. by myself. I don't want to say where the hell I'm at because I'm scared that, you know, people are going to like find me or something and that's how <laughs> dc was with me like i could be at a restaurant and then the cook would send me like a dessert or something Ooh. So oh so you were there and owned <laughs> <laughs> but to me i was like i don't want anyone to see me like i get in my whole introvert mode in my yeah. turtle mode where mm -hmm. i just want to be in my shell so she finally makes it and it's literally maybe like an hour and a half before I have to show up to this event so she's like I just need to take a shower she's like I'm not the star here so I'll just throw something on yeah. and I'll just go with you and I got there and the people that actually helped me get there or put this on for me are some of the most amazing people I call them the good guys of Aww. DC they're yeah. the, the the good the good core of that city mm -hmm. so that event made me realize and understand that yes there were bad people there and there were bad 
bad things that did happen, but they were also incredible human beings that I met that now I consider them my friends for the rest of my life. Right. I looked at the city and I was like, you know what, DC? We're cool now. We're <laughs> yeah. good. We made up. You just needed to, Um, it's like when you fall off of a bike you got to get back on. yes you just needed to get back on the bike at first i dealt with a lot of elements that i have never dealt with in my life well, yeah right? you're from the west coast you, oh you all got, day you east coast living all you all were like in snow in, in snow <laughs> i didn't even you know what i purchased a like a like a big parka because i ended up going to um stockholm right before i, I ended up moving to oh, wow. dc and i said well i don't know if this job is going to happen for me but might as well buy it and I'll yeah. use it while I'm over there. And I ended up, that was like the only biggest coat I've ever had. I would have got like a starter jacket. <laughs> I've always wanted one since Florida, but we can never wear them because you'd and have like a day to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> everything was just different to me. Like it was different culture, different yeah. way. The guys are so aggressive. Like oh. when they want to hit on you. So fast East Coast. Every, yeah, you're on the move. And it's that's so one thing fast. I do miss though. It's like the fast of, mm -hmm. of everything moving and I'm, I'm hustling. I'm a West Coast, Best Coast kind of girl. <laughs> I'm from LA too. Oh, are you? Yeah, 626. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm 818, honey. 818. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm from Azusa. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, you're right there. Yeah. You're like, 20 minutes without traffic. Yeah. <laughs> I'm from Florida, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> but no, it wasn't that. I wasn't happy professionally. And yeah. because my job has always been a big part of my life, mm -hmm. that's why there was such a battle within myself where it's like, God, I am so blessed and I am so lucky. Like anybody would feel amazing living how I'm living because I was living really good. Like, and I was very blessed that the first year that I was there, I had someone come visit me every single month. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I was never alone. Technically, mm -hmm. I always had a visitor every month. My sister, for example, she was like, bitch. She's like, you're over here living like the Carrie Bradshaw. <laughs> little high rise action. Uh, yes. Mm -hmm. And then the apartment that she showed me was on the top floor. Ooh. And she's like, Girl. and she tells me the rent and I'm like, Oh, God, I don't know if I can afford this. I said, yeah. I need to be very realistic with you. And then she's like, we, we can we can work it out. And she's like, you know, mm. let's run the credit. And I said, OK, let me be honest here. I said, I don't have bad credit, but I don't have really good credit. So <laughs> let me, like, let me, I'm work, my credit's in, in progress. Let me work some truths with you. OK. And then she's like, How exactly I appreciate working the honesty. And I said, I don't want to get my like my hopes up or anything. Yeah. And so she calls me. She's like, no, you're approved. Like, everything's fine. So. So um, I ended up working out like a really good lease. But my day to day, which was my job, and it was the reason why I moved to that city, it was horrible, uh. which made my experience so bad. It's yeah, one of those things like opportunity and money. Sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes more money doesn't mean you're going to no. be happier. No. Oh, my gosh. No. It does not. And if you would have told me this two years ago. You wouldn't have believed it. Oh, no. I would have been like, you're kidding me? Like, I'll, I'll be making over six figures. I'll be good. Like, mm -hmm. why would I be sad? Why would I be unhappy? Yeah. Why would I do that? Last year. And it was during uh, around this time. Yeah. And I, I was really doing like some soul searching within myself. And it's like, OK, I'm making the most money I've ever made in my life. Mm -hmm. I have have zero complaints when it comes to that my ratings are good everything's going good but I cannot walk into this place and be happy and feel at peace mm. I, I can't do that so now it's like would I give all of this up and have the love of my family and just be with my friends absolutely mm -hmm. yeah. absolutely yeah. and which is why I think a lot of people thought that I was insane um, leaving that place because again I was 
I was one of the top talents there. I was yeah. doing so good. And for me to leave the way that I, that I left didn't make sense to anyone because you have that mentality of like money over everything. Mm -hmm. And even though I'm all about make your money, girl, do it how, however you want to get it. Like no judgment. But be happy while you're doing it. Yes, be happy. Don't don't sell your happiness for money because it mm -hmm. will never be worth it. No. Mm -hmm. And uh, now that I'm single, <laughs> I always say like, you know what? I'm struggling because I have morals. That's why I struggle. If I didn't have any morals, I'll be fine. I know that's <laughs> right? that's with a lot of jobs too. And you know, I yeah. never I never even uh, I never I've talked to Brie about this, but I never really you know addressed it on the podcast. But you know, I had a really nice kind of job offer come my way, yeah. and it was honestly probably like over double my last salary you know mm -hmm. what I mean and I was just like holy shit and I was so excited I was thrilled to even be considered and they reached out to me and I I just had to think about it though and I was like do I want to take on all this responsibility and all this extra take extra more stuff time away from your family. and, and mm -hmm. I've been I I'm looking at this whole thing with me losing my job this year is like a blessing that I have time with my family you know and I've really just embraced that because I would never have that I would just consider myself a working mom and that's my yeah. life and and to be kind of forced to like okay well now you're home with your kids and I'm like I'm gonna take this time so I, I actually had to tell them like listen I appreciate it but I'm gonna have to say no right now because I have the smallest window to be with my children and I'm gonna take advantage of that to the fullest yeah. and if you still think I'm worth it or you respect my, what I do maybe uh, you'll keep me in mind and they were all you know who knows what they're really thinking they were like absolutely we totally understand yeah you know but it, it, it felt it was very hard for me and I've told a couple of friends they're like girl what yeah. <laughs> it's like yeah. I, you did not what? Going to understand it but yeah. those that are in the same space yeah. as you yeah get it yeah like I absolutely cr I cried I was like I'm stupid I can't I was so torn <laughs> she and called me crying and I was like no <laughs> like you need no. to do what you need yeah. to do I was I was struggling with I like yeah. I've had I've had times where even you know with the position I'm in now the job I had before I was making more money but I was also at a point where they were not giving me the assistant manager title that I was supposed to be getting mm -hmm. but I was doing all the duties of it not getting the salary mm -hmm. of it of and course they were like well you're so good at what you do here so we need you to do this and this together but we can't give you this and I was like you know what I'm gonna go somewhere else and I took a pay cut but it was worth it for me yeah, yeah. sometimes and it just you just need to take a step back if you they are not valuing you for what you're worth yeah. absolutely i agree a hundred percent when it comes to that i'd rather not do it than take something for what i'm not worth yeah exactly i'd rather not I, i'd I rather like just sit it out in dc too did you um when it when it when the winters got really bad did you get that seasonal depression i feel like i yes. in the winter time because you would yes and i so <laughs> i'm like oh She's my very god passionate about <laughs> how did you survive in the snow was you sitting That's here in the I'm desert feeling. tell me about snow i'm from la and here sweating <laughs> in a tank top right now <laughs> sitting outside i had never so there was um, there was uh this girl and it's so funny because we met here actually working within the same stations and when she worked here her and i just didn't get along and uh, she had been in dc for a while so she reached out to me and she's like look listen welcome Welcome to the city. If you need anything, let me know. And I said, oh, well, okay. Well, this is very nice of her to reach out. And uh -huh. I, uh, I said, absolutely. Like, let's do a brunch. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Let's go do a brunch. So we're sitting down and that's me. I want to say I was maybe like four months into DC mm -hmm. and we see each other and we literally hug.
hugged each other like like we were the best of friends and it was <laughs> you something familiar. yes and then she, like I start crying she starts crying and I was like oh I just feel so good to see you and she's like I know and my, we didn't even like each other here oh my gosh that's and funny then, wait who was this do I know her you probably was do. it Shelly no 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 okay no or even with Shelly you know Shelly like I love we Shelly would see shout out Shelly <laughs> and we were like what the hell are we doing here oh my god is that bad it's yeah it's it, but I, I, again I, I feel like the seasonal depression would really hit me so uh, she sends me so it was my first winter right and then she's like I'm, I'm coming over and I'm, I'm dropping off a care package for you and I said oh that's sweet like yeah hang out and then in this care package she has like teas in there she has a lot of vitamin C um, <laughs> <laughs> and then I, it's like vitamin C vitamin D and I'm like why are you giving me this stuff and she's like you're going to need it she's like it's your first winter here she's like and just take plenty of it she's like because you're going to feel sad oh. she's like take a lot go and take like a hot like bubble bath she's like put the heater on she's like get as much warmth in your body as you can she's like because this is new to your body you've never dealt with these elements before and I'm like oh you're crazy like you're in this like freaking like holistic stuff whatever yeah. but I'll take it and there was a day where I literally started crying out of nowhere <laughs> and I felt so miserable wow. and I called her and then she's like what's wrong she's like why are you crying <laughs> And I said, I don't know. I don't know, but I feel so sad. And I said, I don't know what I'm doing in this stupid city. I said, I just want to go home. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. I was like, I want to go home. I said, I don't want to be here. And in her then, champagne bubble bath. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And then, like, I would open, like, I had the floor to ceiling, you know, windows, and I would open them up, and I would be like, stupid snow, go yeah. away. Just great. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it was like a, I want to say like a good maybe like seven to ten days that it was just raining and raining oh. and raining oh. and raining. I couldn't even take my dog out for a oh. walk. Like <laughs> our our like Midwest listeners, they're like, yeah, that's how it is. We're like, right. we don't people, even people know. People up in Seattle are like, does, and your point is, does yeah. not rain here. It does not. It barely yeah. snows. Like we just get to see the weather. We We've don't get to feel it. We got our first earthquake this evening. Come on, guys. Yeah. we don't know Vegas. We're spoiled. Do you know we were sitting right here and recording a podcast when the oh, earthquake when that hit? happened? We yeah. were all like, Bree's like, holy shit, are we in a fucking earthquake? We look over the pools, just like, <laughs> and Nancy's like, this is what it feels like. She's from Florida, so she didn't know. I'm like, Armageddon. <laughs> yeah, she's all freaking out. And I was like, that wasn't even that bad. My, I'm like, my, I'm from LA, bitch. Yeah. Like, my, little, my little childhood insecurity. I'm like, maybe the rapture's happening. <laughs> well, and then, of course, like, she's from Florida. So I think of, like, hurricanes. That's, oh, like, yeah. One of the scariest well, they brace us. They they put us on high alert for two weeks anticipating the, the shit. So you're I just, know. like, in a full-on panic for two weeks. Like, is it coming? <laughs> is it coming? Are we going? We're well, going to Grandma's. What's happening? I know. Um, <laughs> Our oh girl God. Lauren, who owns Alternative Dream Clothing, I was texting her because she's she's East Vir Coast. Virginia. Yeah, she's in Virginia. Oh wow, Virginia Beach, and she was like, yeah, "So wow. is Shelly." <gasps> yeah, she she texted yeah. me last night. I was like, "Hey, you okay?" And she's like, "Oh, it's supposed to hit us tomorrow. We don't. My boyfriend and I don't have to go into work, but it's not gonna be that bad. We're day drinking." And I was <laughs> like, "You fucking hurricane!" <laughs> that, that I did appreciate though from the East Coast. It's like, oh, yeah. snow day. You know what? Everybody work from home. <laughs> day day <laughs> so drink. Would, would you just uh, broadcast yeah. from your laptop? No, no, no. Oh. So what they would do is they would like put you um the like, the station where it was at. They had like a hotel. across 
across the street, so they would just put you up in the hotel. Oh. Yeah. You was right. bougie and living it up over there. I was. I would have taken that chance too, girl. Shit. But look, I live so close to the station, like literally maybe like a five-minute walk. So they were like, well, not Sandy, because <laughs> like They're like, Sandy, you, you live right there. She lives in yeah. the penthouse next to the radio station. We're not putting her in a like hotel. Open the window to the studio, and I could see my balcony. <laughs> I like, love it. And then, and I didn't do it like with, I don't do anything with malicious intent. Yeah. I don't think, uh, there's nothing in me that is malicious. Yeah. And uh, so when I first moved in, I said, why don't we like, you guys can come over. I said, I have a clubhouse, like we can rent it out. Like, guess what? None of the people that worked with me oh. were okay with it. And they were like, well, how can you even afford that? Like, what is this or what is that? And that's then that's their fucking business. Oh, they looked at you. The new girl came in and she getting paid good. <laughs> and I think that's what it was, too, where it's like, why would they bring this girl in that does not know anything about our city? Does not Radio know is it. very territorial. Like, it is. like it is. oh, you don't know nothing about our city. You just moved here. I've yes. been judgy like that as well. I'm not <laughs> even going to lie. I've been judgy about that with people in our building. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. Yeah. But, you know, we all know it from both sides, uh-huh. you know? So That's true. That's true. <laughs> Definitely. And I, I remember I had a, like my first couple of months there. I wasn't even like kind of interacting with listeners and listeners weren't taking to me whatsoever because, again, now this is Spanish radio. So I was brought on board to do the whole bilingual thing and uh, they were not OK with it. Mm. So whatsoever. And what I did realize is that a lot of the Spanish population in the, and especially in the DMV area and at first I was like the DMV like who calls the DMV the DMV it's yeah. like where I go register my car well, that's yeah. what I was thinking too I was like DMV what's the DMV no it's yeah. DC Maryland Virginia ah oh, okay. yeah, the well. DMV yeah. yeah the DMV look at uh, us sliding into the east coast what's up y'all we <laughs> <laughs> you know your lingo and, oh and then I had my other lesson with lingo out there too oh god I'm um, sure so I guess I learned that over there it's more of like a like a first generation you know Hispanics Mm -hmm. and I'm first generation too but I'm you know I'm assimilated a little bit more to the American culture and things like that yeah and over there it's still very you know like my parents and traditional more conservative yes absolutely yeah and here you get me and first of all I'm very like pro women do what you want yes mm-hmm. <laughs> hell yeah hell yeah so. you you definitely are you and you're individual so i mean and it took them a while because i was getting like borderline like harassed like on social media and things like that like why am why am oh i gosh. there like it, it got really ugly and i went on the air and i said you know what you have every right to turn me off if you don't like me. I said, you don't have to listen to me. I said, but one thing that I will ask you is for you to respect my way of thinking. Good for you. And after, I guess I kind of called everything out then guess what my ratings blew up yeah (laughs) they needed you to they needed you to show what a boss you were and they were like oh wait a minute yeah all right it's okay it's okay to set boundaries with people and it's okay to not say yes to everything and it's okay that everybody doesn't like you and it's it's okay okay to tell listeners hey if you don't like me turn me off and then they're like wait (laughs) actually i do like yeah oh i I like that yeah i would host this, this club right and then i'm Again, I'm so gullible with things and I, I'm so trusting with people that I, at first I just like, why do I need security? No, I don't need security. I'll be fine. I can just yeah. walk in. And then I got there and I'm like, I need security. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Mm. 
again, it was you became go bigger girl. than what you what you realized because I think yeah. Vegas, DC is a way bigger market than Vegas. I'm assuming. Yes, it's 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 a huge city. Vegas is even though it's a pretty big city, our market in radio is still very. We're small in the 30s. Yeah. Top 30 markets, like yeah. out of what 50 something states. Yeah. yeah. So oh. we're just like, <gasps> oh my god, MJ. <laughs> I've been a radio DJ for too long. <laughs> Realization. <laughs> the truth, baby. The truth. Com- oh, God. You know what? But yeah, no like Vegas, yeah. Vegas is considered a very small on. market. You so you're going Bri- from like. Bri had to school me on how to spell cocktail correctly today. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> we had a moment. Oh, oh she's like, like there's access a- to a mic, baby. She's like, there's <laughs> cock. Access to a mic. There's <laughs> cock and cocktail. I was like, I'll remember that. She's like, I know you would. <laughs> Good God. <laughs> we invited people to our cocktail no, it's party. Just, it's you had spelled it wrong on the invite like last time, and then you would put cocktail in something, and I was like, "Girl, I'm gonna teach you how to spell cocktail." Right now. <laughs> I was like, "By the end of this year, you will know how to spell it right." That's funny. I already got it. You taught me in a day. I'm I a said, fast learner. I go, I go. She goes, "Well, how do you spell it?" I said, "Exactly how it sounds." Oh cocktail. Is there, there cock in there? Okay, awesome. I can remember that. Oh She's like, gosh. "I got the cock." All right. Oh yeah, All but right. yeah, but like, so you so you're going to this bigger market. So yeah, you're like, like here, if you did a club appearance, it'd be like people showing up, like, oh hey, what's up? But, but it's never like, yeah, yeah no, it, it was just very different. Yeah, and to me, I I never see myself as that. Like I just see myself as Sandy. Like that's it. Girl, you are Beyonce. You know, like, <laughs> and <laughs> you wish I was a little bit taller. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I'm in heels all the time. <laughs> you know what? I like being short. I tell people that I'm fun sized. <laughs> Fun, fun size. Like, I'm five one in fun size. I'm like five three. Like I put just say five four because it. I, I don't just know. know. I'm five I own, wide. I yeah. own my shortness. Like, yeah, I'm five it. wide. Yeah. yeah. I'm. I'm an, I'm a tall woman today. <laughs> I wear heels every day. I have no sh- like. I'm I know you're always taller than me when you come over. Yeah, I'm until I take my shoes off. Flip flops. And it's like we just shrink. It's like <laughs> boom. My ex was six four, and <gasps> I told him I was five one. And he's like, No, you're not. I said, Babe, I'm always in heels around you. That's why you don't no notice way. it. And then one day I like because he didn't believe me. And one day I was at his apartment, and I stood in front of his mirror, and I was like, Stand behind me. And I didn't have my shoes on, and he was like. Oh, I see it now. <laughs> You're like up to so his nipples. Oh, God, oh, was I, I even up to his nipples? I was like up to the shoulder. I was like, I was like hip weight length for him. Like I was at the perfect range to just like stand there and. Kick <laughs> <off>. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> hi, hi. Welcome home. Oh man, no, but yeah, it was, it was, it was. It was definitely fun. It was very hard. It's the hardest thing that I've ever done in my life. Um, Doing it on your own, too. Moving away from all your friends and family and just taking a career opportunity that was so incredible. But, like, you got to take everything into accountability. You know, like, I don't know anybody. You know, the culture's different. The weather's different. You know, there's a lot of little things that are going to, you know, uh, affect everything. Everything. um, Absolutely. Coming back to Vegas. It's also learned. When you left, did you feel like, oh, my God, I'm going back to Vegas? No. no, you no. knew it was the right You're decision. You're ready? No, I never second-guessed it whatsoever. I'm telling you, I knew that um, I was in negotiations then, and I was so adamant about if I'm not getting what, what I want. And mind you, I will compromise, too, because, again, it's not, it's if this company is investing in me, I want to make sure that I give them the best that I have to give, yeah. and you're gonna give them the best. Product. Yeah, it's it's not you know it's like your core values. Yeah. You may have come up, but you know what your core <laughs> is like. You respect yeah. me. I'm gonna give it to Absolutely. you. Absolutely, right back and to you. I knew, and this this is what made it 
a little bit difficult for me because the gentleman that had hired me, he was amazing. He he really was, and I was oh I will to this day express my gratitude to him because mm-hmm. he did not have to hire me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He did not have to take a leap of faith because even though I have been in this business for a really long time, I did it part time. I it wasn't like I always had my own show. Mm-hmm. I was eight months into having my own show in a station that I considered my dream station, the yeah. station that I built, mm-hmm. a station that to this day a lot of what i thought about is on the air Mm -hmm. so when i look at it it's like don't forget Mm -hmm. and if you did forget don't make me remind you because that's not a good sign yeah Yeah. so uh, um i was leaving all of that and he didn't he didn't have to give me what i asked for he did not have to make sure that i was okay once i got there he invested in my potential as Mm -hmm. we were talking about so he invested in me and he ended up leaving within i want to say maybe like seven months or something in me getting there and it was very hard because again a lot of his team didn't accept me including his assistant so his assistant became the pd or the director you Mm -hmm. can say Mm -hmm. and her and i were just butting heads and the thing about it is i'm okay with telling you you know what brie i don't know what i'm doing if you do know can you please teach me yeah i'm okay with asking for help Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. when i see someone and they're doing something wrong I will come to you, not because I know everything, I'm a know-it-all, but I want to help you. Yeah. And I we're on the same team here. Yeah. So I, I want to make sure that the knowledge that I do have, I'm spreading to you so that we can win together. Mm-hmm. So that's yeah. my mentality. The mentality that I saw with her, it was just like, oh, she knows a lot more than I do. Therefore, she's like, intimidated she, by you because she, she thought does not. you were going to go after her job. Probably. And that was my deal. Like, it's and not the way to be, man. I mean, own up what you do. People offer, offer you an opportunity to... To, to learn from them or they even offer you an opportunity to teach them something that's huge yeah. you know it's yeah. really it's really respectful and flattering in so many ways you and know take she, those opportunities she, just, she probably just had a huge ego and was like well I'm supposed to be the boss oh, so totally. I'm supposed to know it so what why is this person oh totally mm-hmm. and we had a lot of confrontations back to you know b- while I was there so it wasn't great so I thought about that and I said look if will I be okay with myself knowing that I'm under a person that is not leading me anywhere and is honestly just leading me into failure Mm -hmm. and if I didn't know what I did know that's the only reason why I succeeded within that station so that was one one of the elements the second one was like okay i know i can survive one more year here i made it two years one more year you know i I can stack up my chips Mm -hmm. a little bit more and be be okay but it goes back to am i selling myself for money here sacrificing your happiness Yeah. yeah listen you know after you've had a career for a while and you've been doing doing things you can say no mm-hmm. so you know it's not like okay you're new to a business you're just like you know what i know i'm worth it and i'm a, you do yeah. have to put in some dues so it's yeah. get, it, we're talking about getting to that point where you can say no to things and you know maybe you're like well right now i gotta take what i got respect to that and you know what you have to do mm-hmm. you know just saying when you get to a point where you can be like i've learned so many things and I'm, i've learned it's okay to set boundaries and say no to things this might be a good point. I know we want to play the getting to know you game, but we got oh. a really interesting advice email. Yes. I, yeah, I think um, we have getting to know yeah, Sandy. We don't need to ask to her you. a bunch of silly questions to get yeah, to know her. She's so <laughs> real and actually, open. This conver- the, like the way this conversation has gone is really going to lead into this advice email yeah. very well. Yeah. You so ready for it? Yeah. So we I'm have ready. listeners send us stuff and we save some really good ones. This one was, um, it, was a lot. it wasn't one to joke about. And we yeah. joke on a lot of our stuff, but mm-hmm. I feel like you can handle some good solid feedback. So yeah. 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 
Hey, it's MJ. And Bree from the Keeping It Casual podcast. And Ashley from On This Day Entertainment. And Brittany and Justine from It's About Damn Crime. And Scott. <laughs> <laughs> you guys, we're having a live show. Saturday, October 26th. From 8 to 10 p.m. That's right. Tickets are only $5. $5. The cheapest Halloween party in town. Of all time. Of There's going to be costume contests. Yeah. There's going to be. Local giveaways. Yeah, we've got a ton of fun shit in store, but it's going to be a very very fun interactive live podcast event the alternative babe show 2019 featuring yep. on the state entertainment keeping it casual and it's about damn crime yes and thank you to pole fitness pole fitness studio that's amazing thank you for having us yes yes Tickets on sale right now for only five bucks. Go to keepingitcasualpodcast.com to get in. Or you can go to On This Day Entertainment on social media, either Instagram or Facebook, to see how you can buy your ticket. Or you can go to It's About Damn Crime Podcast. Yeah. 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 We'll do it too. We'll do it too. <laughs> <laughs> They're really, we promise we're not making it up. They're actually uh, they gonna are be there. going to be there. It's not going to be like CGI screens of yeah. those two women. Like no, They will be there. They will be there. It's going to be killer. All right, guys. And we look forward to seeing you. Bye. <laughs> so hello, okay, MJ and Bree. She didn't know you were going to be on, so we're going to say, it's Sandy B. Yeah. <laughs> Sandy B. My name is Kathleen, and I live in the Midwest. My husband and I finalized our divorce almost a year ago, so I am newly single. We were together for 15 years, and I am going through so many different feelings. First off, I was a stay-at-home mom. Our daughter is seven years old, and I haven't worked a real job in 10 years. Mm. I went from having a husband who controlled all the finances to having almost nothing. Luckily, my mother took my daughter and I in. Now I am working mm. on building a new life for my daughter and myself. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I know. I'm yeah. already like, oh, God. <laughs> I'm already the feels. Yeah. I feel like I've lost a lot of confidence giving up so much of my life to my ex-husband. When he and I were together... I had the idea I wanted to start my own line of all-natural hair care products, oh. and he laughed at me. Oh. oh fucker. Yeah. Um, now, this is something I want to start doing, but I don't even know where to start. My friend told me that I really need to use social media to start building a brand, but I didn't even have my own MySpace page back in the day. Wow. Every oh. social media page I've had has been a combined page with him, and, and he controlled it all. Now I need to know how to build a following. If any, if you girls could help me with that, that would be great. <laughs> I also feel like I'm ready to get back into the dating scene. I guess it is not normal to m meet people naturally anymore, and you have to be on these apps. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. What do I do? Yeah. Is it? <laughs> what kind of photos do I post? What do I put in the about me? Also, should I be open with the fact that I live with my mother and I do have a daughter? Any help would be appreciated. Wow. Oh, that's a, that's, this is a lot to, yeah, oh. to digest. Wow. Okay. Uh, well, Kathleen, <laughs> I am so proud of you for, I'm going to, you didn't say if he left you or you left him, but I'm going to assume you left him. Yeah. I'm yeah. proud of you yeah, for you've getting moved out on. of a controlled mm -hmm. situation uh, like absolutely. that. Oh, wow. Absolutely. That's a, that's a lot of starting over. I mean, to be yeah. in a marriage that long, I mean, I, I feel like that is the swoop of the generation of like social media, online dating, and the new normal. And now yeah. all of a sudden you're like, I don't know how to do this. And I feel like I'm competing with 21 year olds and kids. And you, like, yeah. you are, but, but you and, aren't. And I feel like the same. So I feel her on that aspect yeah. because, again, and, you know, for me, um, I, f I feel like during my entire 20s i was in a relationship yeah. yeah i was always in a relationship so or if not like i've been booed up you know yeah. or mm -hmm. any of that so to me it's like oh gosh like 
do I want to put myself in a social media profile? So I, I get her hesitation when it comes to that because it's like, yeah, what what do you expect from that? Like, and that goes into just overthinking yeah. when you should just let go. I, mm-hmm. I do think you should be maybe not put it in your dating profile, but like if you meet somebody and you like them, definitely be upfront that like I am starting my life over. I do live with my mother right now i've gone through a divorce it's my daughter and i and you know i'm looking to i i don't know if she is working she said she's starting she wants to start her own hair care products mm-hmm. like girl we got hair send it in give us yeah. a little we'll yeah. the giveaway yeah come on don't try and hide aspects of your life no don't do that as transparent as possible because yeah. uh, do you have to put that in your dating profile though because i have a friend <laughs> newly single in the yeah. la- in this last year and she says I have a really hard time you know saying I'm a single mom like she goes it's just hard I don't know if it's the label or it's just like I immediately think it's a swipe left no, I think But I think that's probably the most Im- She's like Even though it's the most important thing And I don't want to say I hide in my kids She's like I feel like be Just saying I single th- mom Is an instant I don't think so Wop no. guys, <laughs> you know, guys have different Yeah uh, Buzzkill Standards than females do yeah. I guess Where for me I know I don't particularly Like to date men with kids But that's because right. Of an experience I have And because you don't have children So it's something That you're but also Men are more Like single fathers Are definitely something That like would swipe On a single mom I would assume I mean, are guys putting this on their profile? Yes. Does it say single just dads a lot? Pictures of, yes. But yeah. don't put pictures of you and your kids on mm. your profiles. Mm. Yeah. Do not exploit your children that way. Yeah, that's so true. So put you are a single Protect them parent. a little bit. Mm-hmm. If it's me putting pictures of me and my dogs, I call my dogs my kids. That's different. Oh, yeah. But, but like, don't snug. exploit your children. Like, if something were to happen to Chris and you were to get back in the dating scene, don't put pictures of you and Logan and Big Ben on your oh, no. dating profile. Well, they exactly. can deep dive into my Instagram and but see that's all that stuff, But that's a deep dive into your too. Instagram. But I don't link my Instagram to my dating profiles because there are certain things that I don't want somebody to know about me before we go on a first date. See, oh. and that's my issue, though. Oh. Like, my issue is like I always feel like I have this dual identity right <laughs> because they as soon as they look at my social media mm-hmm. or they have they, an assumption they have an assumption or then it's like this lust mm-hmm. it's all like yep. that's what it is well, it, it's because they're not meeting they're just like oh it's all face value yes. it's all like what do you see exactly you see what you like well that's <clears> why I don't tell people like about my podcast before I meet them because I don't want them to listen and have an assumption on me like oh she's such a wild girl and she does this and she Mm -hmm. does that like yeah there is that side of me but there's also the side of me that like if I like you yeah I I would love to settle down with you it's Mm -hmm. not gonna be all party all the time yeah so it's it's just different it now. is it's very different uh so yeah kathleen i am so sorry you're getting back into the dating scene yeah. right now if you yeah. want to build a brand social media following if you're trying to build a brand my friend i have a friend who is a comedian who told me what you have to do remind people of who you are every day and that you're still here do you post every day? Do you make it a point to post every day? Or what? Do you no, have a thing? I go MIA. I yeah. go ghost on people. I love going ghost. She I'm does. <laughs> she goes ghost. Because I'll be like, I'll wait for like Travel Tuesday. And I'm like, where's Sandy? <laughs> I, I love to go ghost. Ah. I'm so spare of the moment. So sometimes like I'll, I'll update. Other times I'll be like, I don't feel like entertaining people today. I hear you. <laughs> Sometimes we feel like we have to, like, when you're building a business or a brand, we yeah. feel like, okay, we should be putting a lot out there. And so, I'm more of a in-the-moment person. I'm, exactly. I don't answer my phone a lot. I don't get back Mm-mm. to text right away. And mm-hmm. here's the reason why. Because if I'm 
if I'm with somebody, I'm not going to be on my phone. Yeah. If I yeah. got the kids in front of me and somebody texts me, I'm probably not going to. I'm just not looking at my phone. Or if somebody calls, I'm like, and I got kids here. Or if you guys were here, I would just kind of like, I'll call them yeah. later. I really like yeah. a one-on-one experience. Yeah. And, so it's and if not like I'm being rude. but we have to be on the phone, you want to be able to detach from the kids. And yeah. Absolutely. Because like, yeah. like, MJ and I get on the phone, we got to talk business. Or otherwise, I'm like, like yelling at Bree. I'm like, put it back. Put my shoes back in the closet. I'm like, yeah, I'm yelling at Bree. <laughs> Always, like anytime that like, we have to like do something right there in the moment yeah. because we, we get an exciting email and I gotta be like yo I gotta answer this person yeah. right now she's yeah. like put those back and you just hear what's going on over there I'm like when, oh I, when God. I come over like I know it can get kind of chaotic yeah. but it's not like it sounds on the phone oh God but I feel like they behave a little more no, but, here. but it's also part of the social media thing yeah. I'm it like is, do I need to get on there and like be pushing myself out there I feel like the only time that I do it is when I know like I'll be on for example uh-huh. um, or if if I feel like I need to talk to people uh-huh. or because I get it all the time a I get it yeah I get at least one message a day like where are you are you mm-hmm. okay like we miss you mm-hmm. because oh. I went from being very social yeah with everything and now I'm telling you like I'm just because you took a step back but you um, um, see, uh, but at this point, you've built your brand. As somebody just starting off building their brand, though, you've got to. Yes, you you yes. have to be on it. Yeah. You definitely have to okay. be on it consistently. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're trying to build it and get there, you have to be on it consistently so people get to know you. Mm-hmm. Yep. So that people, um, like for me, it was more, I became a part of their life. Mm-hmm. I became a part of like their routine. Mm-hmm. So they awaited to see what I had to say on certain things mm-hmm. or what I had to share so yeah you have to be able to put in the work mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and you got to make it a daily thing like i try I think daily so hard kathleen i'm sorry i try very hard to at least do a story daily or something that's something that you're really like i would say instagram is really the way to go facebook algorithms are a little weird mm-hmm. and if, if you're really trying to build a brand i would say twitter and instagram are going to be your ways to go buy yourself a website yeah. domain website for sure learn the proper hashtags to use those are going to pull in your you know pull in whatever kind of product yeah. you're selling you know all natural hair care products hashtag whatever yeah. that's probably a hashtag and reach out, <laughs> to people, reach out to people who follow those hashtags that you use yeah. as well don't, don't be ashamed like once you get your product ready don't be ashamed to reach out to people who are influencers but not like kylie jenner influencers that are going to charge you a like lot of money. us yeah. influencers yeah. <laughs> yeah, <but people> who, <laughs> like sandy b yeah, Bo- and bonita influencers i always called friends. you sandy b and that's why did. i keep saying sandy b sandy b in a place to be <laughs> i yelled her down the hallway always and forever <laughs> <laughs> yeah don't be but yeah don't be afraid to re- i have people that reach out to me all the time photographers clothing lines whatever and they're yeah. like if we send you something for free will you promote our brand mm-hmm. yeah no fucking problem most people yeah. will you yeah. know and i think that's uh that's something we've learned too is like you got to give a little you know and i learned this working when i first moved to vegas i started working um you know i, I met some hot girls they're like you know you can make money working at the conventions vegas is a convention town yeah it is. you work there for a week and you just hang out at some some booth some that booth, needs they yeah. just need hot girls to lure people in and so i learned that what they do the whole time is i'm giving them free stuff hey have this uh hat. have this hat with this logo on it have this bag you know you got to give stuff you yes. got to give mm-hmm. stuff with your logo on it or you just got to put your product out there you have to give it away a little bit first like you yes. have to kind of give a little bit out there and then people will start to see the value in it because they 
they can use it or they appreciate it. And then it's it's like the old drug dealer dealer mentality. First time free. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> right? Yeah. You know, I gotta say, MJ, you are very good at branding. Oh, thank yeah, you. You are because when we first started this podcast, she was like, "We gotta get merch," and I was like, "Why do we need merch?" She's like, "No, we need like stickers and this and yeah, that." And she's yeah, thinking yeah. very like. I never said stickers. I was like, "We need water bottles. We need yeah, stuff I mean, people <laughs> will use. We need this. We need that." And I yeah. was like, "I was like, it sounds so radio, radio station, station though." Yeah. Like, I got yeah. very like, "Ah." Oh. That's what we learned. But yeah, that's we what do. we do learned in radio we and do. she's right no we give do. away what do you do in radio you give away swag concert tickets yep. you get yeah. away and when you go out to events people are like do you have any bumper stickers or any t-shirts uh-huh. like yep. we want to put our logo on you and are we selling that shit no yep. we're giving it we away give it for away. free yeah. that's why i want to make keeping it casual condoms <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> she said this, okay, and I was telling Chris, and we thought it was the greatest idea. The next I was day, like condoms with our logo. The on next it. day, I take Vivian Logan down to a park, and I don't know what happened, but there was an explosion of condoms everywhere. <laughs> no, some way. kind of logoed condoms. I don't know if it was somebody's birthday party or something, but they were like covering the parking lot, and I was like, "How weird is this?" Chris is like, "This is gonna be. You guys take those, keeping it casual condoms <laughs> down to Fremont. They're gonna be." everywhere <laughs> smashed all over the floor it's like but we give them to responsible sexually active adults i don't know i, I look like a bunch of kids found like a, yeah. a box of i remember sending did i send you the picture you of that did, and i was oh like see God. and i was like it's a sign we need condoms i was like is it though i don't know <laughs> yeah no and sometimes you really have to look at stuff like that where it's like okay is this i'm all sign? with the signs i'm yeah. all with reading oh, am, the yeah. signs <laughs> Same. I am 100% all with signs and my gut feeling. Oh, mm-hmm. Ooh, okay. So one thing she did mention that this is good for your perspective, especially since you are also newly dating <clears throat> after, you know, being booed mm-hmm. up for a while and dealing with this, like, you, would she say you can't be people in the normal anymore? Like, yeah. what kind of dating profile would you give her to like I don't know what to put on mine <laughs> okay. and I haven't right. even like here I, I'm so scared expert. to like do that so interesting <laughs> you're such a confident babe like I'm scared when it when I don't know what okay. it is like professionally versus like personally you're like oh, I know how to put myself out there but it's like how do you boast about yourself yeah. on a personal level here's, yeah and then I don't know my like this is what my friend said. Yeah, he's like, and I said, well, what if I don't get any hits? And <laughs> you will. Uh, yes, you right. might not want a lot of them, but you will. <laughs> like, don't and even worry about like, that. He's like, no, you will get hits. He's like, the problem for you, it's gonna be to find a hit that you like. You're gonna have to like scroll maybe like seventy five times. Oh no. I come to a point on Tinder where like I I I, ha- I haven't <laughs> been using Tinder. Into I deleted it from my phone because I felt it wasn't bringing anything to my life. Yeah. Right now, so I'm I'm kind of taking a yeah. break from dating but like i've like swiped left so many times where it's like there's nobody in your area right now there's <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. nobody left no. you're like i just want something organic you know oh, like i'm at the grocery yeah. store <gasps> but then okay she, here's the grocery my store in home depot <laughs> that's what my dad said he goes i'm gonna tell you something y'all need to get off them dating apps what you need to do is the ladies need to go to home depot <laughs> Because they find a man that can fix things, and the guys need to go to the grocery store. Go to a nice one. Go to one not in your neighborhood. You know, go to the nice grocery store. Find a woman. Yeah. Maybe go to, actually, guys, maybe go to the lower neighborhood grocery store. You find a girl, you just be her hero. I said, I want something like at the grocery store, something like something organic. Yeah. Guess what happened? I get approached at the grocery store. No, I don't want to talk to you. I'm doing my groceries. Get away from me. <laughs> I don't like being t- like. Yeah, get away from me. I was like, he's like, you're just so beautiful. 
Uh, okay, thank you. I'm also listening to the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> like, I thought this was supposed to work. There's some organic <laughs> things that it's like, oh my god, it has to work in a way. It can't just come up and ask me out. It have some finesse, to, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Eyeball me. Like, eyeball me while you're like confidence. squeezing, while you're yeah. squeezing the cucumber and just like testing for firmness. So, like, give me a little nod. Like, you see, okay, so like, <laughs> I use this for an example. There's this really cute listener who comes in, and he comes in probably like once a week, maybe every two weeks. And oh. he and I flirt often. Uh-huh. One of those. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my god! <laughs> and he's so adorable. And like even t- today, I even posted this on Twitter. I posted a really funny status because it was like he came in and he looked at me and he goes, "Oh, you changed your hair." Now nobody Ooh. at work mm. has noticed I've changed my hair, That's or at least if they haven't, they've not commented it's on always it. Always mm-hmm. really flattering. Really? Yeah. Oh, and he goes. You changed your hair. And I said, yeah, I dyed it red. He goes, it looks really good. He goes, I really, really like it. So I like posted this tweet and I was like, I guess you could say it's getting pretty serious now between me. Like just being funny. (laughs) (laughs) But still like at the same time, it's it's like it's been this like few month long flirtation. So it's like, okay, eventually I know he's going to ask for my Mm -hmm. number, but it's just not there yet. Mm -hmm. It's going to happen. But that's the way it needs to happen for me. Because if you just jump at me aggressively, I get like. Like, uh, Remember you said somebody hit at you at work before and you were like not having it. You were like, don't well, come well, at, at me at work. at the time I was A, with my ex-boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. That's true. And B, when he asked me out, I said, oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm in a relationship. And he's, this was his reply. Well, I'm just going to hope for that relationship to end. So next time I come in here, you'll say yes to yeah. me. Oh, wow. No, that's not how it works. <laughs> Honestly, you could hit on a girl at a stoplight. And if it's the right move, it'll work. She'll be like, pull over the gas station down there. <laughs> See, I don't know. I need, I need, I need finesse into things. Cause like, like I said earlier with Sandy is like, it takes me a very long time to trust a person. So if I like a person right off the bat, like there's yeah. something, there's mm-hmm. something I feel about them. There's something in their vibes. But it, with me, if you were to just come up to me in the grocery store and be like, hey, can I have your number? I'd be like, like uh, okay, okay. So, okay. No. So fuck the dating app. She's probably like wants to be like, have a moment. Like uh, how does she approach somebody in the wild? Ladies, let's pretend, let's pretend it's a, uh, it's the wild. Mm-hmm. You are, um, at the grocery store, because it's where we all fucking go. You see this guy you see constantly because you live I'm in the neighborhood. You're in the same area. I'm an eye fucker. <laughs> yeah. No, I am. Bree's stroking the cucumber. She's like, mm-hmm. she's testing for the firmness. I don't <laughs> stroke the cucumbers. I just, do, I just bat my eyes very like. And then if they don't pick up on the signal, I move on. I'm How would you approach it? Would I'm you approach somebody? Um, I'm no, traditional. I would not. No, I would, no, would not. You don't approach me. I, no first I just wouldn't. I wouldn't. The only, let me tell you who I would approach, though, but nope. this is unrealistic. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> no, my baby daddy, Drake, okay. and Romeo <laughs> Santos. That's who I would approach. <laughs> Those are the only ones. So right. I always have this thing where, so um, every time I drive, you know, Drake has a residency here in Las Vegas yeah. now. Mm-hmm. And there's a huge billboard, and I'm like, oh, you know, I just, like, kiss it all Can the time. Can we go, by the way? Can we, like, have a night? Oh, Can my you get gosh, the hook up? Should. Can we go? I don't got the hook up anymore. Can go meet him. Oh my god. You Let's know what? Let's go. My mother, my mom is um one of like the top maids at Aria and that's <gasps> where he stays all the time. Oh my gosh. So Why she, is she hooking you up. You're waiting for Listen. her to just bring you back his underwear. So, <laughs> well, no. So then sometimes like she'll be like, Oh, you know, if you guys aren't doing anything, like, yeah, just come look at like 
you know, whatever, like, come, come and help me. That's always been like her thing, right? Come help me clean. Yeah, come help me clean. And we're like, ah, ha, ha, very funny, you know? So then my sister texts me, and this happened I, a couple of years ago. And she's like, you're not going to believe who mom was with last night. And I said, who, who is it? And usually, like, she'll tell us, like, she's and dealt with, like, J-Lo, yeah. uh, Michael <laughs> Jordan, like, all these people oh. that stay there. And my sister's like, Drake. And I'm oh. like, I am dying. <laughs> I said, how could she? This is the time like where she could have texted me. Mm-hmm. I said, I would have gone, like, I'm sure she could have, like, kind of, like, hooked it up, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And my mom's like, well, he was really nice. And I'm like, mom. Did he bring any girls up there? Like, who was up there with him? And my Did they look like, like me? Were there skanky hoes? Saying there's a chance, yeah. And my mom's like, no, he was really nice. Everything was Chanel. His underwear was Chanel. And I'm like, why couldn't Ooh. you steal one for me? You got Drake fans out there going, Chanel, huh? <laughs> Chanel. Mm. Drake is the man for you. I've just decided. Sh- well, Chanel. I, I like that, like you know that he can look help you keep your lifestyle yeah. oh please he oh will take God. you all the things i'm loving she needs, this she needs a drake man i could i could Dude, see it already please. i just drake status only it. slide into How the dms we, okay. <laughs> if there's six or degrees of like separation him. so somebody out there who listens knows Matt Kemp. oh i forgot matt camp Matt Kemp, yeah. Wait, I don't Dodger know Matt Kemp. Matt Kemp, Dodger. He was Do- well. He, was he played Dodger. for the Dodgers. Okay, you guys are Dodgers. And then he got Dodgers. moved, and they came back to the Dodgers, mm-hmm. and then they moved him again. Yeah, okay. he's, cute. He's, he's so handsome. He I, have a, I have a Kemp jersey though. Oh, you do? Yes. Okay. So when he's I went LA to go girls. see a, a Dodger game, <laughs> I knew he was going to like. Well, I don't really know sports, but I loved him, so I wanted to go see him. Mm-hmm. And I told my friend, I said, "Can we just sit kind of like where he's at?" And she's like, "Yeah, sure." And the hilarious thing was, MJ, it was the nothing but girls in that area that's funny yeah (laughs) nothing (laughs) i think it was me and my cousin because the dodgers i'm sorry like of all the mlb teams the dodgers are the most attractive like i'm hands down and it's not because i'm an la dodger girl like when you look at like matt kemp or clayton kershaw or Mm -hmm. fucking like even Jock Peterson, not necessarily my type of guy, but he's still a very attractive young man. Sports, I'm keeping it casual. Chris <laughs> like, like, Hotties oh and God, sports. It's our sports segment. But that's who <laughs> I would <laughs> approach, though. Going back to that, that's who I would definitely approach. Like, But no, not normal. I, no, I rolled normally. up to Chris. I got sick of him sitting at the bar just looking at me all sexy. And I was like, I'm going over there already. Oh, you did? Yeah. But yeah. I think my issue is I've, I've always again like i've been in the entertainment business for so long Mm -hmm. so i've always been the one to get approached or be seen in that light so for me it's like why would i approach you and this is bad Ah. because i feel like i have guy tendencies yeah where it's like okay like cool we can talk swag like what's up yeah like we can talk but if you don't text me, I'm not going to text you back. I'm not going to oh, yeah. te- like no. no. And it's, it's always it's like not guy tendencies. Like we should not be. We were taught as young girls like a, like the princess shit and whatever. Yeah. But we learned as we got older that I don't want to chase somebody. If they want to yeah. spend time with me, they're going to figure oh, out a way to. Or like a guy should come to you. Most guys are always just like I'm so intimidated by a girl, even if she's yeah. by herself or she's got a bunch. She's got a bunch of girlfriends. Like forget about it. Yep. But I would challenge all of you ladies not to be scared to walk up to a man that you think is fine and tell him that. Yes, yeah, so it worked out for MJ. She got married. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, I got his ass. And he was like, <laughs> he's like, I was so intimidated. You were dancing on the bar. I was. <laughs> I was a little wild, but um. <laughs> 
Yeah, but I just kept staring at him like, and he wouldn't get up. And I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna go over there and. All right, so yeah. maybe I should take my flirtation and wait, wait, and stop waiting for him to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're waiting, you know, or if you see something, say something. I don't know. <laughs> I just, I'm very <laughs> traditional <laughs> in certain like, things. That's interesting. I'm go very for traditional it. in the fact that like I like a man to hit on me first. I mm-hmm. like. I like a guy to make the first move. I like a guy to open my doors for me. I like, I, yeah, all that. Maybe some guys like don't that. Expect that from me because I'm so like feminist, like loud yeah. and proud. But like when it comes to when I'm dating, like mm-hmm. I expect. Oh a no, lot. I wait until they open the door. Yeah, like I will make it, n- and then it's an <laughs> issue if I have to tell you, are you opening the door for me? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> then we like, just met. <laughs> it's like. You're the m- well, and, and there are other or things like, too that excuse. I excuse. There are other <laughs> things too that I that I look for. Like they're supposed to be closer to the street, just in case like a car were to drive by too close and hit you or something. It's, to, it's just a gentleman thing. No, I, I hear know. you. No, I totally get it too. Yeah. I feel that whole like, no, you you be near the danger. <laughs> <You're> <laughs> That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Separate so you from dad, the danger. It was like always like the man's supposed to be near the danger zone. I yeah. didn't know that one. The, yeah, I, I, know, yeah I didn't know that. One. Irrational things yeah. our parents <laughs> made us believe. Irrational thing like my parents made me believe some like so my dad taught me all that and then my mom was like and you will never depend on a man financially and you will never do this and yeah no that was i was raised so my parents got divorced when i was very young so i was out of our three siblings i was the one that stayed with my dad so i was raised by by a single dad Uh and uh, i always talk very highly of him because he got my custody when he was just 30 years old so imagine that's like bachelor lifestyle Uh, right yeah not only that but it's so rare for a man to get custody of Mm -hmm. totally Mm -hmm. kids and then i go back to my mother which was a very unselfish thing of her to to do that because Mm -hmm. she knew that i've always been very close to my dad so for her to be like you know what this is the best thing for her Mm -hmm. not Uh for me or for him but this is the best thing for her yes so i've always been very uh, it's such an admiring quality sure of her just to be like let's not play let's not play yeah. games let's go with what people really need let's yeah. be human exactly mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i never saw my dad ever bring anyone over uh-huh. really ever wow. ever 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 and he would tell me i well my my tias my aunts would be like yeah. oh it's girl time girl time like i think it would be like every other weekend and they would come pick me up and for me it was girl time it's like if you and viv that's have girl time oh. so that's him going out with his boys and wilding out and uh-huh. doing all that and then there was a week <laughs> now yeah. you realize that you're like oh. now i i get it and i remember there was a week where he didn't come back and i was like and then my tias are like oh it's extended girl time <laughs> <laughs> Dad just got a little too drunk. Yeah. One night stand. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they were no. like, it's extended girl time. And I was like, but I want my dad. Oh. But no, it was like, you know, an epic bar fight type of deal. Oh, he God. got in trouble. So it was like the whole, you know, locked up yeah. over the weekend, have to bail him out. That's type. So funny. <laughs> but I look at that and I'm like, wow, that was crazy for you mm-hmm. um but he also taught me and he told me he i remember you the whole time he did know? and the best advice he gave me and it was i asked him i was very afraid to ask him if i could go to like a homecoming dance or something oh. and it was like and i've always been very specific with the guys that i date and mm-hmm. i never wanted to date anyone at school mm-hmm. so uh, if they asked me out at my school i would just clearly say you know i don't date guys from here oh <laughs> <laughs> 
I love she it. learned she very <laughs> young. Queendom. Don't dip your pen in the company. <laughs> yeah. I did not. Oh, never. Ever. I date them all. Cuties, <laughs> let's go. Light them up. I went to a performing arts high school, so I didn't date anybody. I went to school. <laughs> and then he, uh, so I said, uh, Dad, I really want to go to this dance. And then he's like, well, who are you going to go with? And then I said, well, I have a friend. And he's like, is he your friend? Like, he's like, you know what I think about this? And I said, I know, like, I'm just very scared to ask you about it. And he was like, you can go. He's like, but I will tell you two things. He's like, because you are getting to that age. He's like, and I, I know he's like, what a man will tell you. Mm-hmm. He's like, so I will tell you everything a man will tell you. He's like, in order to get what they want. And I was like, okay. So then he starts telling me, he's like, the only thing I will tell you right now is that you have two choices in life. He's like, you can be a very smart, independent, get it on your own type of woman, or you can be a woman that depends on a man, Mm. a woman that uh, um, will not do anything without a man. Mm -hmm. He's like, the choice is yours, what you want to be. He's like, I won't tell you whichever one is the greatest he's like i will leave that up to you he's like because i have confidence that everything that i've taught you in you will make the right choices Mm -hmm. do you really want to be with a person because you know you you feel like you're going to be with them or or they're providing you with something so i've always taken that into a consideration yeah I, i grew up in a very like for the time it was a very different type of family structure because my dad was a stay at home dad and my mom was the breadwinner oh wow yeah so I was also very much raised by my father, also with a very strong female head of household figure. Gotcha. So it taught me a lot of fierce independence as a woman. Yeah. All right. I well, think we need to wrap up. I did have the diva, oh, the, the diva, diva face the off. The diva game. Oh. The diva headline. I, 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 I don't know what's in this game. Well, okay. MJ will make games. And then this one is a is a soft and quick game, but it was just kind she of makes a games. And then I don't I don't look at them so I can play. Too. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So it's just a, a Vegas headliners face off. Like I'm going to say this one or this one. And you got to boom. Boom. Okay. And if you have a strong reason why, then you say it. Okay. Okay. This is the Vegas headliners face off. Madonna or Janet? Uh, Madonna. I'll go Madonna. I would go Madonna, too. <gasps> yeah. I honestly would probably go Janet because it's part of my core. It's part of my roots. In 1986, I was all about control and pressure <laughs> principle and like if yeah, all of it. It's part of my roots. Like, but Madonna is her, too. Her yeah. first album is probably one of the first albums I ever owned. So yeah, that's and to that me, it's like it's it's Madonna. It's Madonna. It's yeah. Madonna. But uh, I think for me, it was um, the dancing. Oh. I recognize that dance sheet. I was like, oh yeah, one, two, five, six. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I could see that. I th- yeah, I think she, it was the dancing. MJ was like a little girl. She was like, when I was 17. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Facebook and her parents me. were like, you're not even 17. I love okay. Pleasure Principle. Her outfit and that thing. I don't know. She was wearing like Adidas, but just the jeans. And I she heard was so she wore cool. a, an outfit similar to that when you see her, when, when she does Pleasure Principle. I want to do that for oh. Halloween one year. Are you oh, dressing up for Halloween? Of course I am. Um, hold up a second. Uh, real quick. Are you, Do you have it planned? Did you? Um, what did you do last year? Last year, what was it? Oh, I was in Turks and Caicos. Oh. Ooh. Nobody was celebrating Halloween but me because I was in my cheetah She's still working. <laughs> <laughs> you cheetah in Turks and Caicos. I love it. That's perfect. What were you last year, Brie? I was a fortune teller. Remember? We had to do the that stupid yeah. circus theme. Oh, yeah. I was but a like, sword swallower. I also dressed up as... Because I got a sword last minute. I had a black fedora. I was like, there we go. But also, we are having a, um, and of course, you're invited. You're a VIP guest if you'd like to come. 
um, uh, our, uh, our Halloween live show. Halloween live show. It's the Saturday before. We've we've already annu- before we announced the show. We announced what we were being for Halloween. We're yeah. dressing up as two broke girls. Oh no way! Yeah, yeah for the cute. TV show. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that's too cute. Yeah. It's very much our personalities. Yeah. Too. That's too like cute. When you, when you break it down. Yeah. Yes. That's too cute. But um, but yeah, Pole Fitness Studio Saturday, October twenty sixth, eight to ten. Tickets are like are five dollars. I mean, if you can yeah. come for five dollars, Sandy, you're VIP. We got you, girl. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> it is the alternative. <laughs> We know we cannot. (laughs) We will not charge Sandy B. She will not. She's like, are you kidding me? I said, you know what? The other day, I said, are you ordering me? I don't take orders. I take song requests. Have a seat. Yeah. (laughs) They were like, I we don't know what you just said, but okay. I love that. Take it. Take a beat. Take a seat. So alternative babe show with it's about damn crime on the state entertainment hosted by our lovely uh, Sylvia. Yes. Yes. Sylvia is going to be hosting for us. So um, maybe Sandy Bonita will make an appearance. Yeah. Mm. I'll come down. I'll come down. I'll put it in my calendar. That way it's like locked in. It's already sold out. It's already sold out. (laughs) It's already sold out. There it is. All All right. right. Get in line. Okay. All right. Uh, Christina or Gaga? Oh, I'll go Gaga. Oh. Uh, Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> having a problem. I know. I'm. I'm. I'm honestly going Christina. I haven't seen I, Christina's I, show yet, but Gaga puts on an amazing show. But I've seen Christina live so many times. I, Vocals for Christina. <laughs> stage show for Gaga. Can I do that? Yeah. I go with Gaga just because she's yeah. an Aries because and I'm an Aries. She's got yeah. yeah that's I, why I go Gaga, and she's just so good. I Christina loved her is. five foot two it. documentary. Did you see it? Uh, yeah. It was good. It was so good. It gave me. I was like, she's so lonely. I just yeah. like. She's so lonely and so yeah. fabulous. She is, and she was so good in A Star Is Born. As much as I hate that movie, God, and she it's was. such a yeah, problematic story for me. Just that, yeah. like, I'll do anything for this toxic man storyline. Uh-huh. The fact that it. no no man in Hollywood has changed his voice since Christian Bale and Batman, like Bradley Cooper did in A Star Is Born. Yeah, like who was that? It was. Yeah, that. I don't know. It was so oh, that one hurt okay. my soul a little bit. Anywho, okay, all right, all right. I was hoping so. you were gonna put Britney going and Christina, Christina together. <laughs> like, Bob gonna put Britney and Gwen together, which is my oh. ultimate like oh. tear me in pieces. Oh, see, I'm gonna go with Gwen. Same. I yeah. love Gwen. I, I, I have to go Gwen, Gwen but yeah. I am a core Britney. When I was but like I young see, and cute, yeah. they were like, "You look like Britney Spears." I was like, "Stop!" I liked Britney's show at Planet Hollywood because Britney's show. I like. I saw it. I said this last week. I saw it. Towards the end of her residency, she had like five shows left. Who, and Brittany? She just wasn't fucking into it. Brittany, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, God so damn. Gwen, right. sorry, you get it, girl. Gwen. I the love la- Gwen. Oh, get ready for this one, okay. Sandy oh. B. I'm kind of curious as who Sandy's going to pick. Okay. You too. I have no clue. Okay. I think I might know, but the ultimate two divas on the strip. Mariah or J-Lo? J-Lo. Uh, <laughs> oh, this is her garden. I'm like, uh, yeah, I'm like, uh, 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 uh. I'm going to go J-Lo you know, just because performance-wise, she puts on a phenomenal fucking show. I would me. go J-Lo only because the dance. I yeah, got dance. Performance. Ma- Mariah's but, uh, but just I like. But I love Mariah's like me. Like, she uh-huh. is. You, you are know? Mariah. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, she said, where's my champagne? <laughs> Mariah said, "Yeah, person that's like, I'm wearing these fabulous shoes so somebody can carry me. Yeah, yeah that's me. <laughs> I'm ready. And she's like, so Texas, I'm putting on my shoes now. Where is everybody? <laughs> get me. It's like, I carry extra shoes so my good shoes don't get dirty. 
I <laughs> That's love it. I always have extra shoes. <sighs> it's like, wait, where are we walking? Are there rocks? Do you think they're going to scrape my heels? Because then let me change. Oh, God. <laughs> I know. You posted, you posted videos of you trying on red bottoms the other day. Oh so we know God. you have fabulous <gasps> shoes. It was straight up like a movie montage. Her trying <laughs> like, on red bottoms. It was amazing. <laughs> I was here for it. Oh, oh my gosh. I was like, oh, goodness. Okay. Like, my mom follows me and mm -hmm. so does my sister. And my mom's like, you did not just go get another <laughs> pair, did you? Someone <laughs> always gets mad, mad at you for buying designer. There's always that one person that, like, gives you the stink eye, like, yeah. bitch, you yeah. spent what? You spent my trip to Jamaica so on them shoes? Funny. <laughs> it's so funny because I have a Dooney and Bork backpack that I'm carrying, and I got Ooh. it on sale. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, and this, yeah, this yeah. So I feel like you have to justify, right? Yeah, this is how sale. I justify it. It was I, a flash yeah. sale? Yeah. So <laughs> I'm carrying yeah. it through. I'm, I'm, I'm going to New Orleans with my Australian friend, and uh -huh. he's like, I was like, oh, it's my duty and Bork backpack. And he was like, oh, it's nice. And I was like, I got it on sale, okay? <laughs> and he just kind of looked at me like, it's your money. I don't <laughs> care. But okay, like, sorry, PTSD. <laughs> yeah. Like, it just kind of like, I was like, yeah. and then I, I just kind of looked at him and he was just kind of looked at me and I was like, you don't want to know what I spent on the Dodger purse though. Oh. <laughs> oh, see, but no. that's classic. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, just, yeah. so that's how I felt. I'm like, you know, these are going to be shoes like that I'll just have for a long time. Yeah. And to me, it's, it represents like my work ethic. It yeah. represents like everything that I've done. Like nobody had to get them yeah. for me. I exactly. bought them. It was like the Samantha Jones when she's like, I'm getting the Birkin. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't care. Yeah. It's like a hundred thousand dollar bag she's like i get in that fucking burger because i hear i'm it. telling you i feel yeah. like i have a little bit of all of that yeah. <laughs> i do oh my gosh I want the um the louboutins that i want are the red to black ombre ones oh those ones are gorgeous they have the traditional red bottom and they start at red on the top and they ombre to black towards the tip of the shoe mm. two, oh. two, they're two. hot they're two. hot two. I, like. I want them uh before we go sandy Thank you so much. Oh, Aww. my God. Thank you for coming and just inspiring and just yes. showing how, like, you know, no matter what you go through, you may go through changes and fluctuations in your love life. But also we talked a lot about business and, like, building your business and how, like, you took a, a big job that was giving you a lot of money. But it really was your core of your happiness and, like, how you're still living on top and you learned the lessons and so many life lessons here. Yeah. We just really just love you and appreciate you know you i, for I love you i have us. so much love for mj and for yeah. you brie Aww, it's yeah. like a pleasure i feel like we're <laughs> when we see each other it's like a different level now it is know? definitely yeah. well yeah. i mean because like we, we we don't see each other much at work because we work very opposite schedules yeah. so i i, I want to say this before i go because i've told sandy this but it needs to be said is that the day before i got fired this happened in january um sandy was just coming back into you know what we just talked yeah. about she was just coming back and she yeah. came in and talked to me and I was like I've missed you what's been going on and and when you're being pushed out or you just feel like you're not being heard or you're being respected she stood up for herself she she like was very clear and like you know what you guys may have this to say about me but I'm gonna put it on the table and make it clear to everybody what I have contributed and what I was worth and the next day I got fired. So when I walked into that meeting, I would have usually just been like, just taking whatever they said and just been like, all right, that's the way you guys feel. Fuck you. I'm out. I wouldn't have said that, but I would just yeah, have that, that keep it to myself yeah. and walk out. But instead of that, I said, I challenged them and a few things they had to say. Cause I was like, like, that's what you think. Like I stood up for myself. I really, cause you pumped me up. I was like, good for you. Like you really stood up for yourself. And, and sometimes I didn't want to come off as a diva or a bitch, but I was also just like, you know what? I do believe in what I did. And I do think I, I gave it 100% and I do know I am good yeah, for the job yeah. that you say and I'm not but you just really 
You got me fired up the day before. I was like, shit, I, I'm, I'm going learned. out and I'm going to let y'all know. <laughs> I've learned that, you know, you have these men in power mm-hmm. and they are accustomed that as soon as you walk in. And for me, it's a little bit different because, you know, first of all, like I'm Latina, I'm minority. You know, they mm-hmm. feel like, oh, you know, one time someone told me, like, you should feel lucky that I even hired you mm-hmm. to Ooh. be here. Oh, no. But all these life lessons, they're accustomed to you walking into these meetings with your head down. Mm-hmm. and yep. to agree with everything that they have to say mm-hmm. and they are used to having everyone say yes to everything mm-hmm. so it's not even and again I told Brie before we started this it's not even a confrontation that you're going into it's an open healthy conversation that mm-hmm. you're trying to have with them sure and t- when you start stating facts about your work ethic mm-hmm. and what you do which is what you did yeah. and understanding your value mm-hmm. and you let them know that you know what you're worth oh, yeah. and how you're able able to work then to them it's like oh shit like I wasn't expecting this I don't think they were and I felt very confident and I I left saying like I said my piece like it's like I'm not just gonna let you sit here and say well this is what I think and bye bye and I was like well how about this and this and that you know so I do thank you for that because I think just in general and just being a friend and just like speaking those strong words sometimes you need to hear something that just reminds you that um you know you gotta yeah you you gotta know your worth and and speak up shoot shoot girl (laughs) all right and then kathleen kathleen worth own this new lifestyle of yours and have fun with it yes don't look at it as a struggle look at it as a brand new beginning that you're able to do what you want Mm -hmm. and attract who you want Mm -hmm. and nobody is going to laugh at you anymore that's right and And if they do fuck the haters who cares (laughs) and you know what go give that guy what do you give what do you call him (laughs) fuck me eyes yes what do you call? She does the fuck me eyes. I do the fuck me eyes. <laughs> yeah, do that. Like when you're waiting to get like your turkey at the butcher, you're just like sitting there waiting with your number. Like wink at him. You too, Sandy. Oh no. <laughs> go say what's like, up. Uh, <laughs> literally, I go in there with a hat on. <laughs> hat, gym. Yeah, hat. if you. Yeah, actually, I think that's probably why I couldn't hit on anybody at the grocery store because I. That's where I don't look my best. I just go. I I try not to attract attention. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm not working, I don't want attention. I think nobody does, but you never know. If there's a cutie that catches your eye and you're waiting for them to come over and they don't, just saunter <laughs> over have there. To channel our MJ now. <laughs> That's right. Saunter yeah. over there, be like, it's about time. We've been doing fuck me eyes for the last 15 minutes. I've been doing mad shots. I dance on the bar. You still didn't come over. <laughs> like, what's what up? What are we doing? Oh are we doing God. this or what? Are we going home tonight or what? <laughs> oh, God. Okay, I'm just going right. to talk to the cute guy and be like, so you take me to this next concert? Yeah. Well, oh. you should and see what he says. <laughs> All right. Well, let's well, go ahead and say bye. Do you want to give your socials one more oh time? Gosh, oh, gosh, yes. yes. We um, were going to do social that. Social media, very easy. Sandy, S-A-N-D-E-E, Bonita. Mm-hmm. You can find me there. Let's be friends. And you can follow the extra desk all the time. <laughs> <laughs> it is. And it's full on. I mean, watch it's out. It's fabulous. Mariah. Okay. It is. <laughs> all right. Until next time, guys. Until next time. We say bye. 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 Girl, that was fun. Yeah, another fun conversation with you. Yes. If you have any feedback, email us feedback at keepingacasualpodcast.com. My Twitter is Bremixed, B-R-E-E-M-I-X-E-D. And I'm at MJ Radio Diva, any social platform. And don't forget to follow us on Instagram at Keeping It Casual Podcast. You get to see live videos, silly little photos of us. Mm-hmm. All the dumb photos that we talk about. Anything yes. photo-wise we talk about in the episode, it'll be there. We look forward to hearing from you. <laughs> we'll be back with more uh, gossip about nothing and everything. Bye. Bye.